You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Our guest today is Dr. Nels Ewaldson, and he will be talking about caries arrest treatments or non-restorative caries treatment. Dr. Ewaldson owns and operates Conservative Dental Solutions, a private dental practice in Waveland, Indiana. Dr. Ewaldson was one of the former directors of New Technologies at GC America and clinical research director for Densply Prosthetics. He is a published author and lecturing clinician with a primary focus on the atraumatic management of acute caries using fluoride compounds and fluoride-releasing restoratives. Dr. Ewaldson, it's great to have you back on Dental Talk. Thank you, Dr. Klein. It's my pleasure. Yeah, so we're going to be talking today about uh, non-restorative caries treatment. And uh, my first question is, so how strong is the evidence supporting antimicrobial agents for caries arrest treatments through the reduction in mutant streptococci levels? It's quite strong. There are interventions we can do that will dramatically change the microflora, the characteristics of the biofilm. The key is, how do you keep these changes in effect? This concept of non-invasive restorative treatment for dental caries is not new. We've been using topical agents applied directly to caries lesions and have shown promise, although the last one in the U.S. until this recent resurgence of interest for economic and childhood caries concerns, oral health disparities, was silver nitrate. And the silver nitrate treatments resulted in some staining. But in cases where you need to arrest a caries lesion and there's cavitation present, we either have to put a restorative material in or we have to treat that cavity with a sufficiently potent antimicrobial that can also remineralize the caries affected dentin. And the silver diamine fluoride formulations are certainly the best at it. But other antimicrobial agents, including chlorhexidine, povidone iodine, CPP, casein phosphopeptide, that's a cheese extract, mm-hmm. combined with amorphous calcium phosphate, that product is known as Recaldent commercially. Mm-hmm. Um, those things were inter- were reviewed by Young and Tanner's Literature Review 2015 Pediatric Dentistry. Uh, they did meta-analysis <clears throat> of pooled data and concluded that all the aforementioned will show temporary reductions in strep mutans levels, and lactobacillus were also uh, reviewed in some of those, that there's insufficient evidence to support a sustained reduction at the two-year mark. So these patients that are receiving non-restorative therapeutic caries arrest need to be monitored closely. It's not a one and done. It's over and we can let them go. The author's finding in that review article was also very supportive of this combination type therapy where chlorhexidine plus fluoride, povidone iodide plus fluoride, CPP-ACP, Recaldent plus fluoride were synergistic. Mm -hmm. And when you take chlorhexidine plus xylitol, they got a tremendous reduction in mutant streptococci levels. And of course, habitual consumption of xylitol will be addressed in a future podcast, but the evidence is strong that we can get at least a short-term significant biofilm modification. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about silver solutions, silver nitrate and silver diamine fluoride. Can you tell us more about how they differ from the other antimicrobial agents that you mentioned? Silver is potently antimicrobial. And um, while the FDA will sometimes make statements that uh, address silver as a 
something that's in the human body for no known necessary reason. And of course, until recently, copper wasn't thought to be necessary. So some of these micro metals may have a place in our body, but this is exogenous. This is not anything that resembles tooth structure, but it's a small silver ion that can migrate into caries damaged dentin and it leaves its ion and whatever salt it carried in with it in this carious dentin and can rapidly remineralize or can fix that tissue to the point that carries bacteria avoid that site. The most mm -hmm. recent additive is silver diamine fluoride and that's a dipolar molecule. It's an amine group that has a silver stuck on one end and a fluoride on the other. These silver solutions are somewhere in the oh, 9 to 11 pH range. So when they hit a carious uh, tooth surface, they quickly dissociate. And as they dissociate, their alkalinity neutralizes, but they also arrest the advancing lesion through these deposits they leave behind. If viewers are interested in silver nitrate, which has had a resurgence today, that is now called house solution. I have my bottle here. Um, it is from the Gordon Laboratories Company, and it is silver nitrate solution, 25%. I also have my bottle of silver diamine fluoride. That is called Advantage Arrest, and um, that is from the Elevate Oral Care Company. Isn't, and uh, both isn't there, of those... Isn't there another uh, company, SDI... Southern Dental Industries makes silver diamine fluoride as well? Absolutely. That recently was cleared by the Food and Drug Administration. Right. And what makes their product very unique, they're the first to bring something to offset the staining. Now, the silver ions are in the tooth, and silver tarnishes with time. So you get this gray-black discoloration, mm -hmm. whether it's silver nitrate or whether it's silver diamine fluoride. And what very cleverly, and this patent is owned by Jeff Knight and he and No, both incredible cariologists and great clinical dentists, they said, you know, if you put a little bit of potassium iodide, which is very safe, you put a little potassium iodide solution on it and you make a silver iodide that's still antimicrobial, but it's not as black. Mm -hmm. And it does mitigate the staining if you use the SDI formula. And again, it's a 38% silver diamine fluoride solution in the silver capsule but each silver capsule is paired with a green capsule. Inside that green capsule, after a minute of SDF application, you're going to follow that with the potassium iodide, and you'll see this precipitate immediately turn white. Now it ends up more as a tan, but I do love the potassium iodide because if you inadvertently touch the microbrush to the patient's skin and you have one of these silver solutions on, it leaves a henna-type tattoo. Now, that's not forever. The epithelium's going to desquamate, and that will go away in time, but we don't want to have to explain to mom why Johnny's got a, a brown stripe down his nose after we, we treated <laughs> his caries. And yeah. so the potassium iodide is wonderful because it erases these. And for practitioners like me, I've got white countertops. Uh, you will need some potassium iodide around so, so if you're using two, silver diamine fluoride because it leaves spots. Yeah, so there's two SDF products that that are FDA approved currently. One is from SDI. Is there a name of that product? I don't have. Um, that is called Riva Star. Okay, Riva Star. 
And that's the one that you just talked about. And then there's another, uh, you said Elevate is the company? Elevate Oral Care. I think that's Kevin Boyd's company. Um, and he brought Advantage Arrest to the U.S. market. I'm going to say that's five years ago now. Silver diamine fluoride has been used globally for 20 years, hmm. but it took a while to get it in the U.S. And partly because of the discoloration, partly because of the previous experience with silver nitrate, and partly because of changes in reimbursement. Uh, we're now finding there are a lot of patients that say, particularly elderly with root caries, I've got silver fillings in there anyway. I don't care if there's gray. I just don't want to have to pay for restorative treatment. I can't afford it, but I would like to stop the caries. Mm -hmm. And these caries arrest treatments are not one and done. They need to be repeated. And Horst and others, their work out in California has been very beneficial. I think Horst is at UCSF. They have, that's California, San Francisco. They have a Mm -hmm. caries protocol in their practice. And you have to tell the patient, here's what your tooth might look like. It's going to be a discoloration, but it's going to stop the active disease. However, the patient is then incumbent uh, to it's incumbent upon the patient to return for regular professional care because 60 to 70 percent arrest rate, 50 to 60 percent, depending on whose numbers you look at, is what you'll find at six months to a year. But reapplication repeatedly will keep that lesion from progressing. And, and how often does the typical lesion need to be retreated with the uh, the SDF? In my experience, I like to retreat them at six months, particularly in patients with dry mouths, particularly in high caries risk patients. Okay, so you can keep that going for, for you know forever. If you if this thing, I mean, it, apparently it's just going to keep the caries from getting worse, so the tooth will just be frozen in time. Yes. However, the discoloration is intensified each reapplication. Oh, yeah. Okay, so and in your experience, co- covering so- those with a restorative material can be done. It doesn't keep the bonding from occurring, but a glass ionomer allows ion migration. So the glass ionomer will still pick up some of the silver ions and become grayish. So a composite, an opaque composite, is probably the best thing to try to cover these with when the patient says, okay, you got rid of my active disease. Now can we make these teeth look better? Okay, so you, you that's not done at the same visit, obviously. Never. You need to do... so. If you do multiple treatments to a year, if you do cover it with a composite, you'd have to take the composite off to do the treatment, right? Um, once the composite's over it, I think then it is permanently restored. Um, and when I said never, there are videos that Jeff Knight, who was one of the first to talk to me about silver diamine fluoride, does use it almost as a protective base under a restoration and then does restore directly over it. I have tried that, and I get a gray halo around the restoration that I just find objectionable. So it doesn't interfere with bond strength of uh, a surface coating at that same appointment, but I want to do two things. Make sure that the caries is arrested, the tooth surface is remineralized, and then when that's happened, that the lesion is desensitized to the point that you can use a little bit of rotary instrumentation, get rid of some of the black, and then restore over it. But it's still a silver ion. It's going to corrode. It's going to turn gray. You're going to see some dark discoloration. Interesting. So what are the, you, you did cover some of this. What are the drawbacks associated with the house solution and fluoride varnish or the silver diamond fluoride? The house solution 
is the silver nitrate 25%. So it has nothing in it to rapidly remineralize the tooth. You do get some phosphate salts. You get some other things deposited just because silver ion is pH contrasted against the caries lesion to the point that dissociation happens very rapidly. But we need some fluoride in there. So with the house solution latest technique, they're doing silver nitrate, which is considerably less expensive than the SDF formulations. Um, I think it's it's about a hundredfold cost difference. Hmm. Um, so uh, it's a nickel, a tooth, uh, whereas I think the uh, SDF advantage arrest could be in the neighborhood of two dollars a tooth. I mean, it's it's a, a marked difference, but neither mm-hmm. are expensive products. Mm-hmm. But silver nitrate solution mm-hmm. followed immediately by a topical fluoride varnish. So this is going to be a five percent um, NAF varnish, which is again going to cost you two bucks. Profluorid is a good one, and I think it might be uh, in that price range, maybe a little above that. So. Um, I don't know how is is that a a voco product Profluorid is a voco product and Mm -hmm. uh, it's in several flavors that's the one we use Uh, we also have some pulp dent embrace Mm -hmm. Um, it depends on the patient but the caramel flavor the bubblegum flavor in the profluorid are probably the favorites Um, the back to the cost Phil I can't tell you the cost of Riva Star because I was an evaluator on that product. They sent it to me directly from Europe. It was CE marked, but it was not FDA cleared at the time we were using it. So we went through a special consent process and I never commercially paid for that. Uh, so I can't tell you how expensive it is. I can tell you I was so impressed with the uh, potassium iodide and how it mitigated staining that I went to my local pharmacist and I said can you compound for me a 15 (laughs) percent potassium iodide solution and he did and it is not expensive at all I'm holding the bottle right now um, and uh, it's 180 mls and I believe he compounded that for me for about seven dollars so potassium iodide is not expensive and it is safe to apply that's what we would take to protect our thyroid gland in megadoses if there were a nuclear meltdown. So mm-hmm. potassium iodide is, is commonly ingested and is relatively safe, particularly the small amount we're applying to a tooth. Although when we're done, we do rinse this with an air water syringe and dry it. Mm-hmm. No, that's good, good stuff. Um, so with, with, the, with this all going on, with these new rapid remineralizing caries arrest formulations, are topical fluoride applications and those kinds of traditional interventions kind of passe at this point? I'm going to say no. We still use topical fluoride applications on a regular basis, particularly when the patient is one that we believe is going to be compliant. Uh, When we use these rapid remineralizing caries arrest formulations, there's either a cost barrier or there's a compliance barrier. We want to get in and do whatever we can to put out the active disease, and topical fluoride follow-up is even part of that. But for the patient that we know is going to use, whether it's ACT or Listerine with fluoride, we make sure they understand that there's a contact time requirement. This is not a, a swish and spit. We, under, we make sure they understand we like to have the teeth plaque-free. But when we've got patients that are intending to comply, uh, Prevident 5000, wonderful product. We still prescribe it. But we use these other rapid remineralizing technologies 
when the patient is eight years old making their first visit to the dentist and the parent says, I can't afford to have those teeth uh, restored, we want you to extract them. No, we need them as space maintainers. If you don't mind the discoloration, here's what it's going to look like. But we can keep that tooth healthy enough to remain in the oral cavity, and the child will get some benefit out of that tooth. That's when I use the rapid remineralizing caries arrest formulations. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Dr. Ewilton, for the information. And uh, we hope to have you on a podcast very soon. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, Phil.